are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So what is happening with y'all today? Yeah. So as always, I'm just so happy to be here today. Especially because if you are a university student out there and you're listening to this right now, you probably know what I'm talking about because it's the last week of classes. It is officially week 12 of university classes, well, at least for University of Guelph. So I uh, I just want to take this time and congratulate everybody, uh, taking from first years to fourth years to graduate students to PhD students to whoever is a student out there and is grinding and hustling out there. just want to give a big shout out to you because we are almost done an exam period is almost upon us and all the hard work is already done so now we just have to go in there do the finishing touches and uh yeah man we'll be done and then it will be summertime so it'll be nice and i'm just so excited because not only is it the end of the winter semester and the beginning of summer but that also marks a very great beginning of all the great fights that we're gonna have um in the upcoming summer um season and um they're actually gonna get started with ufc 236 which is actually happening not this weekend but the weekend after so i just want to put that out there so as you can imagine yes we are going to be breaking that whole fight card down next week i think i told you guys last week that this week we might be breaking down some of the fights of the preliminary card of that fight um that fight card but unfortunately i don't think we're gonna have time for that so we're just gonna leave the whole main card and just talk about that full fight card exclusively next week on the show so i just want to put that out there in case we're expecting some of the preliminary fight breakdowns today well that is not happening unfortunately but that is that and of course a month from now uh, we are going to be having um, the Cinco de Mayo boxing fight special between Canelo Alvarez and Daniel Jacobs so that fight is going to be really interesting I just want to put it out there again I know we haven't really had a lot of exciting boxing fights ever since the I would say ever since the uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight, that great heavyweight um, boxing fight that occurred, I think, a few months back. And ever since then, honestly, we haven't really had a lot of exciting fights until um, that Daniel Jacobs and Canelo Alvarez fight that is actually coming up in May. Um, on Cinco de Mayo weekend and what else man yeah so Deontay Wilder himself is also having another fight um, coming up soon in May and I think oh yes of course how could I forget so Anthony Joshua another heavyweight champion in boxing is also having his fight coming up in June against another top heavyweight contender uh, uh, Jarrell Big Baby Miller so that fight is also going to be exciting I know I'm just uh, I'm talking about a whole bunch of fights right now but I just want to put these out there um, to, to get you guys excited, you know, because they're actually pretty exciting. And I personally like these are the things that I look forward to when I think about the summer, like not just the um, sleep, all the sleeping ins and all the resting that I get to do over the summer break, but also all of these great fights that are supposed to happen. 
All right, so there is that. So this uh, episode, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of breakdowns to talk about. But as you can imagine, and as some of you might have actually been keeping up with some of the updates and some of the news headlines that are out there in the world of combat sports, especially MMA, and what some of the MMA superstars are up to, well, there's actually a lot going on, especially over social media. And a lot of talk has been going on. And um, I think it'd be fair to actually get give those um, some attention today on the show. So we're going to be talking about those beefs and feuds and um, just just all the drama that is happening in the world of combat sports right now. We're going to be talking about them today. Man, what else did I want to talk about today? So today, I I know there's been some fights that have been announced over over the past week at least um, regarding some of the fights that are going to be happening um, around uh, International Fight Week time, which is actually um, towards the beginning of July. And I know that's sort of far away, but I still, again, want to like just put them out there so that you guys know what to expect for international fight week and just saying if you are a casual mixed martial arts fan or just you're not really a fan of combat sports overall well international fight week is what you need to be watching out for because usually promoters put all of the great fights that can potentially have all the dream fights all the potential matchups that hadn't really had take taken place, but they're still happening on International Fight Week. Well, there, there will be um, um, scheduled for International Fight Week between potential superstars, between well-known fighters, and all of that. So a few of those fights have actually been announced over this past week, and I'm going to talk about them today, talk about their implications and how exciting they are. So I'm just going to be talking about that today. And what else, man? Yeah, I think I... Yeah. That's that's pretty much what we have lined up for today. So I'm pretty excited. And now, without further ado, let's get started. But before we get started, I just want to put something out there because when this very sad news came out the uh, the uh, over the past couple of days, I was very very shocked, and it actually affected me a lot. So as if you are a hip hop fan, and I know this doesn't exactly relate to mixed martial arts and combat sports and just sports overall. But I just want to put this out there because it really did affect me. Um, So you might have heard, if you are a hip-hop fan, you might have heard that Nipsey Hussle, a very um, great rapper, a talented, talented rapper from the West Coast, unfortunately he was murdered um, over, over this past weekend right outside of his store, the store that he started with his own money. You know, the whole idea of him being murdered outside of his own store is just so disturbing because when he initially came up with all the business ideas and all the entrepreneurship ideas that he like originally came up with, he was doing all those things to improve his neighborhood, to improve the people that he originally grew up with. He wanted to make everything around him better because he knew how hard it was for him to to come from where he had come from in the West Coast. And he was doing everything in his power not to make himself better, not to make his music inspirational, but also to make his community better overall. And, you know, I, I know this might be a bit of a stretch, but it it actually kind of reminds me of what we're doing here with the um, campus and community radio stations, you know, like we're doing everything that we can to, to benefit our own community and to improve the, the well-being and the, and the, 
just the, the overall life experiences of the people around us in the community. And sometimes things just do not go fair because, you know, with the campus and community radio stations, you might have heard they might potentially get shut down, which is horrible because we're doing everything in our power to to just make the lives of our community members better yet this is what we get and the same thing same thing actually happened with Nipsey Hussle and it's just really sad because he was doing everything right and yet this is what actually happened to him and it was really sad and even prior to this I was a huge fan of his and a huge fan of his music and ever since his passing of course I was really sad and uh, um, I actually restarted listening to his uh, most recent album, Victory Lap, and um, it, it, it is a very, very inspirational album, and his music is just, um, I just realized how uh, how uplifting his music actually is. You know, on TKO, we always talk about how you should go out there and get it and get, get your grind on and get your hustle on. Well, this Nipsey Hussle's music is all about grinding and hustling and just going out there without, um, you know, Know, procrastinating and just going out there achieving your dreams and it doesn't really matter where you came from you just have to go out there because the opportunity is the same for everybody you just have to go out there and achieve what you want achieve your dreams and after you do that try to make the lives of your like the people around you the people that you care about better and that was what Nipsey Hussle was all about and his passing was just really unfortunate and I just wanted to um, mention this here on the show because like I said it really did affect me and um, um, I, I just want to say rest in peace Nipsey Hussle because you were a great person and um, you you made um, you tried everything to to make the lives of your um, community the people of your community better so I really appreciate that and I hope people can actually, uh, I hope your message can reach out to other people around the, uh, around the world and can hopefully be inspirational enough so that those people are actually motivated themselves to go out there and get what they need to get and go out there and grind and hustle. So rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, And yeah, man, I just want to put that out there. And I know a lot of um, athletes out there also said their condolences messages um, on, on social media. And um, I, I actually wasn't aware how how great of an impact Nipsey Hussle had on not just uh, people from the hip hop community and, and just hip hop fans, but also athletes and pretty much everybody in the world. Like you wouldn't expect that those people will actually listen to Nipsey Hussle or even be influenced by Nipsey Hussle, but they were. So that's uh, that's actually pretty amazing to me. And I really strive to be like <laughs> Nipsey Hussle because, uh, you know, when when he passed, um, his message just became um, uh, like vivid to the world. And that's that's what I really strive to do, to do enough good in my community and to do and to be inspirational enough to people that are at least listening to me, at least here on the show so that I can uh, inspire lives and just just go out there and 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 get get my hustle and grind on. So that is what I wanted to say in regards to that. Once again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. And now, so I really want to talk about some of the things that are happening um, in terms of the news updates and all that with the world of combat sports. And not to anybody's surprise, Conor McGregor has made news once again. So you might remember, I think it was actually last week that, that I told you guys that Conor McGregor has said on Twitter, on social media, that he wants to retire from the sport of mixed martial arts. Now, 
What is really interesting is that I don't know what initially started it, but as we all know, there was this personal feud between Conor McGregor and his former uh, opponent, Khabib Nurmagomedov, and they hate the guts out of each other. And I don't know what actually started this feud and just ignited the beef once again. But on Twitter, over the past day at least, the two have been going back and forth, back and forth, just insulting each other, insulting the the values of each other, which is actually not that cool. And I really don't know why they're doing it right now. Maybe they're trying to like attract attention to their potential rematch or whatever it is. Although I really doubt that Khabib Nurmagomedov would do something like that just to get attention. So I really do believe that this is more than just a a show for the fans or for whoever that is actually watching out there. I think it's actually personal. Because of the type of insults that were being traded back and forth between the two. Now Conor McGregor was making fun of Khabib Nurmagomedov's wife. And he was sort of making fun of um, Khabib Nurmagomedov's religion. Um, and uh, man, it was actually really not pretty. And Khabib Nurmagomedov, he, as, as his um, defense, he was saying that, Khabib, uh, excuse me, Conor McGregor is a rapist and that he shouldn't be say, like proposing ideas about other people's wives and just women in general because uh, allegedly he is a rapist. And, and, and that is, uh, okay, we're not sure that he's a rapist or not, but allegedly he is involved with a sexual misconduct case um, in Ireland so that was uh, what Khabib was actually pointing to so as you can imagine things are just not pretty between these two and then Dana things got so bad that Dana White had to intervene and say on, on the on the UFC website actually release an official statement saying that okay if things escalate even more then we're gonna have to jump in and just separate the two and it's just not pretty blah 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 And I say, well, Dana White, like, isn't that what you wanted? Because Conor McGregor, yes, he said that he was retiring from the sport and that he's dealing with all these legal cases. Yet when he says something like this on Twitter, all the attention actually goes to him, regardless of if he's saying something useful or something totally trash. He will get all the attention in the world regardless. And so by having all that attention on you, wouldn't you like would, wouldn't you think that that is actually good marketing because you are already getting all the attention so if in the near future you potentially make a matchup between these two guys you think it is actually not going to sell and you actually care about the morality of the of the um, situation right here so i really think that dana white didn't mean what he said um in that statement on the ufc website so i really think that dana white is actually purely enjoying this deep inside And I don't really blame him because uh, first and foremost, he is a businessman. He is a business promoter. So he got to do what he got to do, man. And um, if if this is unfortunately what it takes for him to to focus all the attention in the world of combat sports to his poster boy, Conor McGregor. And uh, it worked because um, that was what everybody was talking about, um, at least over the past day. Um, in regards to everything MMA related, not even about uh, the upcoming UFC card that is happening in two weeks, UFC 236. Nobody's talking about that, unfortunately. People were talking about Conor McGregor and his trash talking. And you guys know I'm a huge advocate of sportsmanship and all of that stuff. So it, it, it just didn't seem right to me. But like I said, I mean, unfortunately, the business aspect of this whole sport is getting bigger and bigger by day. And 
sometimes people got to do what they got to do. And I'll be lying if I said that all this trash talking didn't grab my attention because if it hadn't, then I wouldn't be talking about it here on the show. So at at some extent, I think it is useful and it could be uh, beneficial to to the marketing aspect of, of fights. However, if you pass a certain line, specifically with what Conor McGregor did and said about Khabib, his family and his religion, I mean, it's just not pretty. So these are the things that are happening with Conor McGregor and Khabib Nurmagomedov. And actually, so after the feud that he had, like the back and forth Twitter thing that we had with Khabib, Conor actually came out saying that, hey, see you guys in the octagon. While a week ago, he said that he had forever <laughs> officially retired from the sport. And what it what did I tell you guys? I told you guys that it, we are not to trust Conor McGregor and what he says on Twitter, especially when he talks about retirement. Man, no, he's just getting to his prime. He's already made so much money and he's thirsty for more. So, of course, he, this is something that he will do to get money, get attention and get more fame. So... I feel like Conor McGregor is just doing what Conor McGregor does best. And although I don't really appreciate it, he's it is working for him. So I, I'm actually feeling neutral about this. And I'm just going to let him uh, do what whatever he wants. Regardless, I am uh, I mean, I don't know if I told you guys before, but I've never been a huge fan of Conor, Conor McGregor's. And if it's going to be a fight between Conor McGregor and some other opponent... Even if it's if it if, okay, if it's gonna be a fight between Conor McGregor and Potato, I will root for Potato. I don't care how untalented Potato is, but I would never root for Conor McGregor. But I think the only fight that I rooted for Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor was the fight that he had against Floyd Mayweather, and that was because I was actually rooting for the sport of MMA because I thought that Conor McGregor was representing MMA when he was fighting Floyd Mayweather. But other than that, if we're talking an MMA fight, I will never root for Conor McGregor, and um, I'm just gonna let him do what he does. But I'm I'm not gonna uh, you know just just talk about it anymore. It's a waste of time. Anyway, so. Now, um, let's move on from that topic. So now let's briefly talk about some of the fights that are about to happen um, in the near future. So like I said, I'm super excited about these fights because these guys are super talented. And not only are they super talented, but also they've actually made a big name of themselves in the past few fights that they've had in the in the UFC. So the first fight that I want to briefly talk about as a heavyweight fight between Junior Dos Santos, who actually recently fought and won, and he's going to be fighting off against Francis Ngannou, one of the most dangerous heavyweight fighters in the UFC right now. So we've seen both of these guys have their own ups and downs um, for the past few fights that they have had. They've had injuries, they've had just just um, weak mentality sometimes, especially in the case of Francis Ngannou's because he was actually getting a title shot, he lost that he lost that title shot, so his confidence w- went way down. And then in the next fight that he had, because of he was still hurt, like mentally hurt from the first loss of his professional career, so he didn't perform as well. But then he, after that, he went back, um, just just um, uh, revised some of the mentalities that he had. And of course, he's super talented athletically and physically, and he went back and improved on on himself. And now he is back to have phenomenal fights in the UFC. 
And then Junior Dos Santos, too. I mean, he used to be the uh, champion at one point in time, and then he got injured, and he he had his own wins and losses. But then, as of recently, he won great fights. And, um, I mean, he's been in the game for such a long time. So, experience-wise, he has much more experience than Francis Ngannou. But overall, I'm just really excited for this fight because you know that it is not going to be necessarily a fight that is going to go to the ground and that is mostly going to be conducted stand up. And we all know how that will actually end because there's a really high chance that if you have two heavyweights going at each other through striking, then there's a really high chance that you're going to see a very big knockout especially early on in the fight. And especially when we're talking about Francis Ngannou and Junior Dos Santos, I mean, they're both great strikers. And we've seen how great of a knockout artist Francis Ngannou is in, in particular. If not, I would recommend you guys to go back and watch some of the knockout highlights that he has had, especially the fight that he has had um, against Alistair Overeem. The, the, he has uppercuts that would knock you out into a whole another dimension. So that's how powerful of a striker and knockout artist Francis Ngannou is. And Junior Dos Santos too, I mean, we shouldn't really underestimate him either because, um, it, listen, there's a reason why he used to be the champion. And not only that, but he has had... I mean, he's a very well-rounded mixed martial artist. So because of that reason, and like I said, he has more experience than Francis Ngannou, but Francis Ngannou is just a whole, um, another species of fighter, if that makes sense. And I obviously mean that in a very respectful way because we've never seen someone do uh, some someone do as well as Francis Ngannou, especially when it comes to knocking out opponents at, at such a high um, um, level in the sport, right? So it, it's going to be really interesting to see how both fighters actually deliver on fight nights. And I know it's a bit far away because it's happening in International Fight Week. So I just want to put it out there so that you guys are actually excited about this fight and mark it down in your calendars. I think International Fight Week, I mean, the date is still interchangeable, but it, it is supposed to be happening around like uh, July 4th or something because it's obviously Independence Day in, in America and they're having it obviously in Las Vegas and all of that good stuff. So they really want it to be um, happening over a very... Uh, like sort of like a busy weekend so that they can get a lot of pay-per-view buys. So it's going to be interesting how um, how this fight is actually going to play out. And then another fight that is also happening on International Fight Week is a great fight, a welterweight fight between Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren. So Ben Askren, I told you guys before, we've talked about him um, here on the show previously. He is a former champion from One Championship. So One Championship is another MMA organization. And then um, he has actually recently made a transition to the UFC. Um, for so many years, uh, excuse me, for so many years, he wanted to come to the UFC, but then he couldn't because of legal reasons and just business overall. But finally, he has made that transition to the UFC, and here he is. The first fight that he that he had in the UFC, he was fighting Robbie Lawler, and he. He had such a great performance because he did something uh, totally unorthodox in that he he was, first of all, slammed down um, in the very first round. And everybody was thinking that, oh, he's going to get knocked out himself. Yet, um, I think I, I heard someone talk about the fact that 
Okay, so first of all, Ben Askren comes from um, a very strong wrestling background. And what I was going to say was that when you are a wrestler, it doesn't matter how hurt or tired you are. You just automatically do things to, to turn the fight in your, into your own advantage. And because of that, I have so much respect for Ben Askren because that is exactly what he did in that fight that he was almost losing because he got back up. And you could have you could see it in his eyes that he was sort of out like um, not just mentally in it, but his body was doing the thing. And then he got back up and then he instead, he actually got on top and uh, he took down Robbie Lawler and he put him in a bulldog choke, like a bulldog neck crank, which is not usually seen um, in MMA fights. He did it and he had Robbie Lawler um, tap out in that fight. And so he won that fight. And then, so he's actually fighting Jorge Masvidal, who we saw in the past couple of weeks. He he just fought in in the UK against the UK, um, uh, you know, hometown boy MMA fighter Darren Till. And the way he defeated Darren Till, because nobody was thinking that um, Jorge Masvidal was actually going to win that fight. But he came on top. He was the total underdog. Everybody was booing him in the beginning. And then he came out. He uh, absorbed a lot of shots himself in the beginning. Yet he came out. He threw a lot of counter punches. And then eventually turned the fight into his own advantage. And um, he's a brawler, man. So, uh, you know, I'm just really excited to see if he's going to deliver and perform the same way against Ben Askren. Because, like I said, Ben Ben Askren will just um, do something totally unorthodox and unexpected in his fights because that's how um, uh, a great of a fighter and um, uh, smart of a fighter he is. He has a very high fighting IQ, I would say. So it'll be interesting to see how Jorge Masvidal is going to um, sort of um, go around some of the things that Ben Askren is going to throw towards him. But overall, I'm just a huge fan of Jorge Masvidal because he is a brawler, like I said, and I really appreciate that quality in fighters. And the fact that he, listen, it's all about absorbing all the shots, getting injured, just just all the worst possible things that can happen to you. But it's all about bouncing back and just just turning things into your own advantage, regardless of how um, how much damage you've actually acquired. So because of that, I'm really excited for this fight as well. Like I said, it's also happening in International Fight Week. And so these are the um, two of the main fights that have actually been announced for International Fight Week so far. And uh, I I believe there is more to be announced in the near future. I think they're going to finish off this whole International Fight Week card with a very big fight. Like uh, I I was um, suspecting that it would be a very big like title shot heavyweight fight. So potentially we're going to have Daniel Cormier fighting off against someone or just something really big. Because like I said, International Fight Week fight cards are usually really, really stacked and um, they're featured with a lot of talented and big name fighters. So because of that, I know it's, uh, it's kind of far away, but I'm still pretty excited. That is definitely what I'm looking forward to uh, when I'm about to finish off my uh, past uh, my last few exams in the next couple of weeks because that's just the type of person I am. I'm the type of person that I will finish my last exam and I would be excited about the the upcoming boxing fight that is happening over the upcoming weekend. I remember that was actually my exact mindset for my um, last exam of the semester last year. 
So I guess I'm kind of like a nerd, like a boxing nerd, but it is what it is. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one because uh, I'm sure whoever listens to this, to TKO, is also a combat sports nerd. And I'm just going to leave it there because I'm looking at the clock because unfortunately that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.